listening to the Richard Wee Chambers podcast. I'm Brian, and together with me is our managing partner, Richard Wee. Hi, everybody. I'm Richard Wee from Richard Wee Chambers. Thanks for listening in. Very recently, um, in 2019, uh, the Malaysian Con- Competition Commission f- proposed a fine against Grab uh, for you know breach of uh, competition law, uh, and the proposed fine was a tremendous sum. Uh, so, Richard. We have in competition law in Malaysia, one of the acts or the main statute is uh, Competition Act 2010. Why is there a need for competition law to exist? Well, um, I think many uh, Malaysians, uh, they have heard of this phrase competition law. Um, Effectively, the laws of antitrust comes in. Uh, And what it means by antitrust is to uh, maintain and avoid a monopoly situation where a company uh, they become a monopoly and they are in a position where they may abuse the power so and as I said maintain earlier they the one of the purpose of the competition act is to maintain a fair business atmosphere uh, and to ensure that uh, Malaysians as a consumer as a uh, two parties negotiating a deal uh, given the fair opportunity and equal opportunity to uh, proceed further in the transaction. Well, in business, um, in the point of view, it is not uncommon that certain companies will be bigger than others. Uh, very often, one company becomes the main player in a particular industry. Uh, is being in that sort of, uh, being the major player, a re- necessarily a bad thing? Well, of course, there's... Um, uh, issue of whether it's good or bad is very subjective. I think what uh, the Competition Act uh, and through the, the, its agency, which is the Malaysian Competition Commission, something like a policeman of uh, this area of uh, law, the whole, whole idea is not to see whether the business is good or bad, uh, but to ensure that uh, the person in a dominant position uh, do not take advantage of it and abuse it. So, for example, since we are talking about Grab, as we know, Grab and Uber merged sometime in 2018. So, uh, apparently, there's been allegation against Grab that they have unfortunately abused their dominant position by imposing a few restrictive clauses to the drivers. This was way back in 2018-2019. I'm, I'm made to understand there's been, re- there's been remedy. Um, and that's why in, in this today's podcast, uh, the Competition Commission, normally known as MyCC. So MyCC had uh, proposed a, a penalty, a fine of uh, 80 over million against Grab. So uh, this is a huge amount and you can see that this amount is meant to, of course, one, um, uh, fine the wrongdoer, but it also sends out a message to all other parties that when you are in a dominant position, not necessarily a big position, just being a dominant position, don't abuse it. Of course, the, the laws in the Competition Act involves many intricate and many uh, technical rules. I think too long to discuss in this podcast. Uh, but generally, for purposes of listeners, uh, uh, for a quick and easy understanding of Competition Act, if I can summarize it again, and I've said it earlier, is to avoid dominant parties abusing their position. So it is not um, uncommon, in fact it is quite common that the most or the majority of businesses fall under the SME kind of size. Um, 
not many would actually be that big Grab or Uber with that dominant position. Uh, would then competition law or the Competition Act apply to such businesses where you're not really the biggest in the play? In uh, looking at the, the Competition Act, uh, the Act refers to uh, enterprises, uh, it refers to people um, in, in um, uh, stronger position. Uh, it doesn't just go towards uh, big and small company only. And basically, Section 4, if I can refer, for example, Section 4 of the Act, it provides that uh, uh, agreements between companies might also fall uh, in, within the Act. Uh, if the purpose of the contract is, for example, uh, to fix or sell a price at a particular point, that means, in short, you're forcing somebody to accept. So apparently, it may apply, even if it's a big or small business. So. I wouldn't say Competition Act only applies to big businesses or small businesses. Uh, it looks like it applies to agreements or conducts which uh, may be, uh, as I used the word earlier, abused. So businesses has to be prudent to have in place certain um, policies that make sure they comply with uh, competition law and the Competition Act. That's very interesting. It's a very um, uh, an area of law that applies to many of the commercial uh, Yes, yes, in fact, yeah. Businesses. So in fact, uh, if, if I can say spot on, um, uh, Brian, if I can give a practical advice, um, you don't have to be the biggest uh, company selling an item to only look at competition, right? Even if you are a vendor uh, with a reasonable size business in the middle of town, uh, your business may be attracting and triggering the Competition Act if uh, the businesses are not properly run. So we normally advise that uh, businesses, the moment they are in a position of uh, dominance, uh, to always peruse and refer to the Competition Act before proceeding because the fine, as they can see from the crab case, can be really huge. So better be careful than be sorry. All right. Thank you, Richard. You've been listening to the Richard Wee Chambers podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Bye.